Welcome to the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta's Payment Spotlight Podcast. Today we're joined by Tony De Silva, a senior bank examiner at the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. Formerly a banker, Tony understands the perspective of both the supervisor and the supervised institution when it comes to the challenges of managing retail payments risk. Today he will be sharing his recommendations for banks implementing an effective payment risk management program. Tony, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So, what are some of the more common risk issues that bankers face with payment services today? Payments risk management is sometimes informal, decentralized, or even just missing. Another issue is anxiety for income in this economy, combined with a passive oversight of third-party senders. Sometimes they don't even understand that they have a third-party sender or originator activity. Insufficient policies and expertise for the complexity of the payment environment, we do see that in institutions of varying sizes, but primarily with our smaller community banks. Another one is lack of adequate customer due diligence or underwriting for the exposure to credit and also legal liability losses. Lack of effective oversight over third-party senders is another issue. Limited bank, board, and senior management involvement is another insufficient risk management and reporting. And the last one that we see a lot is inadequate NACHA operating rules, BSA, AML, or consumer protection training for employees and management. Can you tell us some of the basic elements of a risk management program? When we talk about risk management in the payments business, we're talking about primarily credit risk, compliance risk, transaction risk, fraud risk, legal and reputational risk. So it starts with a good risk management program with the following. Number one, planning, having clear, defined objectives, well-developed business strategy, a clear risk payments parameters and role within the financial institution strategic plan. The second is the risk identification and assessment. We talked about management knowledge and understanding of their risk, and this is where that is critical. Incorporating that risk assessment into the bank's overall risk management process. And again, this is going to vary by institution and institutions that use third parties. The third step is the mitigation and controls of those risks that are identified through policies, procedures, clearly defined responsibilities, strong internal controls over transactions, a good risk-based audit program, and well-designed contracts and agreements. And the final step is the measuring and monitoring. Periodic reports that allow the board and senior management to determine the activities are remaining within the bank's established risk parameters. You mentioned that bank, board, and senior management need to be involved with risk management. Can you be more specific about how they should engage? Well, first, you must determine what level of knowledge does senior management demonstrate regarding the payments products and services they offer? Do they understand the inherent product risks, the compliance requirements, the ability to monitor, the operations management and operational risks? Do they understand their reputational risks, their legal risk? How deep is the management across the product lines? Do they have subject matter experts? And finally, does management ensure that the retail payment strategy match their overall competencies in the bank, and in summary, their overall knowledge, experience, and abilities to execute. We understand that an organization's risk culture should dictate how the risk management program is developed and implemented. Can you talk a little about the need for an effective risk assessment process as a part of understanding the organization's risk culture? Well, absolutely. The first step is to assess 
the bank's risk culture. You know, what is the financial institution's payment strategy? Are they a risk taker or are they risk adverse? Does the bank have a disciplined and consistently followed processes for initiating, analyzing, approving new products and services prior to rolling them out? Many of our institutions several years ago rolled out remote deposit capture without doing any type of risk assessment. They really didn't understand the inherent risks with that particular service. Another issue, does the financial institution pursue relationships with high-risk merchants or originators? Does the financial institution enforce strict risk limits set by the bank's board? And is compliance with policies and controls monitored and enforced? And that's very critical to managing the risk. Well, Tony, thanks for sharing your knowledge with us. You're welcome. Again, we've been speaking today with Tony De Silva. This concludes our Payment Spotlight podcast on payment risk management programs. You can find more information about the Retail Payments Risk Forum by visiting our website at www.frbatlanta.org. Thanks for listening, and please return for more podcasts. If you have comments or questions, please send us an email at podcast at frbatlanta.org.